0: Get out the insurance cards. Get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by
1: DrRoto.com. What is up? And welcome into a very special college basketball edition of the Monkey Knife Fight podcast brought to you by DrRoto.com. We are here on a Wednesday afternoon to break down the huge 10-game slate that is available on the board at monkeyknifefight.com. If you are new to monkeyknifefight.com, maybe you've been listening to the podcast, reading some of our articles over at drroder.com and you've decided now that football's over, you want to jump in and get a little sweat in some of the other sports out there. There's no time quite like the present you head over to monkeyknifefight.com, you can enter the promo code DOC as you are creating your account. That's D-O-C. You will get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. So not only do we have you covered in terms of some of the best picks on the board tonight, we're also going to lace you up with some free money. So you can't argue with that. And with that, we will kick things off, and I will bring in the captain of our ship for all things college hoops. Mr. Mike Holland. Mike, how's it going today?
0: It's going good, man. I'm excited. It's Wednesday. It's always a huge college basketball day. A lot of games on the board here and I'm looking at a few of these to attack. So hopefully we can uh, make some coin here.
1: Yeah, ton of games. Like I like I mentioned at the top, we got a we got a full 10 gamer. Um they've got as always uh sort of the main slate that covers all 10 of those games. I think they've got a late slate with uh four or five all laced up and then each of the individual ten games, you can drill down on and get a little bit of action and and find some some plays and some lines in there that are that are pretty soft. So, with that, do you want to kick us off and kind of tell us where you're first first focusing your attention for tonight's games?
0: Yeah, so I was first drawn towards this uh, Vanderbilt Auburn matchup. So uh, Vanderbilt's on the road here; it's a tough road environment here with Auburn. Uh, Auburn's favored by thirteen and a half. Uh, the total's pretty nice though one forty three and a half. And uh, if you look at it here, we've got a, a more or less option here. Um, you're looking at Scottie Pippen Jr. here at 18 and a half points, and Walker Kessler at eight and a half rebounds on the Auburn side. Uh, so for me, I'm really looking at the over on both of these. I'm looking at Pippen here to score more than 18 and a half. You know, he scored 18 or more in five of the last six. Uh, he carries a monster shot right here. He's taking 33% of the team's shots here. Uh, he's fourth in the country at drawing fouls per 40 so he can get to the free throw line and really I mean Vanderbilt even though they're implied totals uh, in the 60s here uh, I mean he's a huge part of their offense and if they're going to score and even go over that implied total he's going to have to be a huge part of it
1: yeah definitely I hear what you're saying right like like Pippen very much so has a huge role in that offense but Auburn is is a is a tough out right so you know he's he's getting it done in the vast majority of his recent games five out of his last six like you mentioned but I mean is is Vandy even going to score enough points to where he can get north of this line.
0: So I think with him, it's you have this type of shot volume. It's really hard to pass on. You definitely want to be on the over on something like this. If he's going to get 16 to 17, 18 field goal attempts and then get to the line 8 to 10 times, I mean the odds are that he's going to get right at that 18 and it's really going to come down to a couple of shots here there, a couple of free throws made. Uh, so that's why I really like the over on the 18 and a half. And then when you slide over to the Kessler slide – I mean, this guy has just been probably the best player in college basketball over the last week. Uh, eight and a half rebounds. I mean, this is this feels like a smash spot. Vanderbilt is not really built to handle this type of size inside. Uh, he's been over eight rebounds in six straight games. Uh, Vanderbilt's last in the conference in the offensive rebounding rate, so uh, he should be able to clean up some putbacks here. Uh, I mean, he's got the number one block percentage uh, in the country as well, so you get some of those cheap rebounds too off of block shots. Uh, So I really like him here. He's just on a different planet right now. And so eight and a half just seems a little low. Uh, I like him for double digits today.
1: Yeah. Eight and a half just feels like a crazy soft line, right? He's basically done this every time he's been out on the court for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Vandy doesn't really clean up the glass all that well. So definitely like the over on that side, Um, whether it's staying, in this game, or maybe looking elsewhere and in, into other games, what's another uh, what's another uh, line or setup that that is uh, easy to attack or at least set up to attack tonight?
0: Yeah, so when we slide over here to the Big East, you've got Georgetown traveling to Marquette. Uh, pretty high total here, around one fifty three. Uh, Justin Lewis for Marquette, his uh, his line here for points is going to be sixteen and a half. And then on the other side, of Georgetown, you have Amita Muhammad. Um, his rebounding line is set at seven and a half. Um, I like the overs on both of these. Uh, I think for Lewis, his shot rate is uh, you know kind of like Pippen. It's almost thirty percent here, so he's going to get a ton of volume here. Uh, you know the team Marquette's projected to score into the 80s. I think Ken Palm has them around 85. Uh, so when you're shooting 30% of the team shots when you're on the floor and you have an 85 applied total, it feels like 16 and a half is too low. And then Georgetown's just been atrocious on defense. I mean, they just give it all up. It doesn't matter two point percentage, three point percentage. Um, and then Lewis, you look at it; he's three straight, um, seventeen or more, and seven of the last eight. Uh, so this line feels uh, a couple of points too low here. So I really like the over on that one.
1: Yeah, we've been we've been attacking Lewis as a as a play both on Monkey Knife Fight and in more traditional DFS sense for, for what feels like all season. So. Definitely feels comfortable to click that button one more time tonight. What about the other side of this over under?
0: Yeah, so Mohamed, seven and a half rebounds. Like he's been, he's had 10 rebounds in two of the last three. He's a bigger uh, wing um, that. Georgetown just really needs to hit the glass here. He's pretty tenacious when rebounding here. Marquette really struggles rebounding the ball. They're uh, 300th in, um, on both sides of the glass here um, in the country. So, not very good rebounding team here. So, he should have an opportunity to pick up a couple of offensive rebounds here. The pace is going to be so fast that, uh, you know, seven and a half feels uh, too low, especially um, after he's coming off a couple of double digit boards here in the last three. Uh, and I think that, uh, yeah, just playing in the mid-30s, I mean, he's going to get plenty of opportunity to to get out there and, and make some things happen on the glass.
1: Yeah, and as as a reminder for everyone out there listening, both of these uh, games that we've walked through, uh, all four of these picks are of the more or less variety. So uh, as the name would allude to, each player has a line set for a particular stat. Uh, we've talked about points. We've talked about rebounds. Simply pick whether or not they're going to uh, score or collect more of those stats or less of those stats. You get both of those, right? You 3.5x your money. For our last game that we want to talk about, we're actually going to shift over to the rapid fire side. So um, specifically this game, instead of an individual player and a singular stat line, you're now taking a look at two players head-to-head and determining which of those two is ultimately going to score more of, uh, in this case, fantasy points for the matchup that uh, has kept, caught your eye for this last one.
0: Yeah, so we slide over here, Mississippi State taking on Alabama, another high total here, uh, close to the 150 mark here, depending on which site you're looking at. Uh, right here in fantasy points, you're looking at Iverson Molinar, the guard from Mississippi State, taking on Jaden Shackelford on the Alabama side. Uh, they're giving plus four and a half to the Shackelford side, which uh, you know on paper looks really nice here. Uh, they're averaging roughly around the same amount of fantasy points per game. Uh, for me though, it's man, Shackelford's really just a shooter. Um, he's only shooting 41%, but he's taking a lot of attempts. He's getting a lot of minutes, but he doesn't really do much else outside of that. Uh, so when you're looking at fantasy point lines, you really want to get these steals assists. Those are the ones that, you know, really rack up fantasy points. And I just look at, uh, you know, Iverson Molinar here. He's got a 25% assist rate. Uh, he's close to a 2% steal rate, so He's got some steel upside there. And then with Alabama, it's like, man, they're really like a four, four-headed guard attack here. Um, you've got uh, you know, Ellis here, uh, Davison's there, Quinterly's there, along with Shackelford. So there's some games here where Shackelford can disappear. For Mississippi State side, I mean, it's really Molinar. He's going to have the ball in his hands a ton. He's going to have plenty of opportunities in this pace to, to, to rack up fantasy points. So I'm not afraid of that four and a half uh, that we're given here to Shackelford. So I like Iverson-Molinar on that side.
1: So less to do with this, you know, individual matchup, and and more to do with kind of the the big picture. Generally speaking, you know, a, a line as big as four and a half points isn't quite that common in monkey knife fight, and I tend to find myself taking those points more often than not. Um, but it, it it sounds like this one might be a, a case where ultimately you know the uh, the the exception to that rule that i've put in place is the way to go looking at the at the other side of this rapid fire we see uh we see it featuring one of james shackleford's teammate in Keon ellis so i'm curious to know if uh maybe by fading Shackelford, if that kind of puts a little bit more confidence on the ellis side
0: yeah, so fading Shackelford here, like, I actually like Quinterly and Davison from the Alabama side. Um, Ellis is an okay option. They got him matched up here against Garrison Brooks, and I actually think the wrong guy's favorite here. They're giving Brooks uh, one and a half fantasy points. I mean, we, uh, we know here that Alabama has struggled against uh, talented bigs. I mean, it feels like uh, every slate we play, no matter what type of game we're playing, we're targeting the, uh, the best big man uh, from that team against Alabama. Uh, sorry, I'm really looking to take advantage of that and take the one and a half points here. You know, Ellis, he's really failed to top 30 fantasy points in four of the last five. And he also, like we talked about, Shackleford, he's going to battle Shackleford and Quinterly and Davison for usage. Um, You know, really only one, maybe two of those guys uh, really have a nice game there. Um, So the rotation there is kind of out of whack. Davison was in the starting lineup last time. Sometimes he comes out of it. So the rotations are a little wacky here. So I'll take that. I'll take the points from the Brooks side. Uh, He's been over 29 fantasy points in the last four games. And then, yeah, I mean, just really keying in on the Bigs against Bama.
1: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense for anyone that's looking for historical reference. Um, you know, want to get an idea of, um, you know, where these numbers are coming from that Mike is referencing, you know, fantasy points in four out of the last five. Monkey Nifi does have its own scoring system for fantasy points. It most clearly mirrors that of FanDuel. So if you're going to, you know, look to maybe take Mike's picks and add a few more players in or, you know, go and look for uh, some different games to mix it up definitely use FanDuel's scoring as your basis for um, you know, uh, what their recent output looks like on the court. So another thing to keep in mind there on the fantasy side. Mike, before we wrap it up here, any other kind of general thoughts about the slate? Any other games that are of interest or anything that you want to close us out with?
0: Uh, yeah, just for me, I really like the Mississippi State side. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like they're gonna put up a really good fight here against an Alabama team. I feel like the fantasy points, um, and just stats in, in general just kind of get spread amongst those four guards, and then they have a really huge rotation with bigs. Um, so the Justin Lewis line is is too small here. So I'm I'm pretty confident in that one. Uh, but yeah, a lot of games to kind of choose here. Um, just kind of scatterbugging here. I mean, you got the five and a half assists for uh, for our guy, James Akenjo. He takes on a really tough Texas Tech team. I don't quite like that line today. Uh, Texas Tech's been one of the best defenses in the country, uh, so him getting to six assists seems like that's going to be a struggle today. So that's uh, that's another line that I'm looking at. That's the one that I'm looking to take the under on that I feel most comfortable with.
1: Nice. So a few few more guys to kind of keep in mind. Right. The the cool thing about just the format of Monkey Knife Fight is you know you can you can take these plays and find ways to spin off of them. You can find a couple of guys that you know in a particular category or stat that it feels like the site is just a little bit too low or too bullish on and really find a number of different ways to get exposure to the right side of that line so ton of fun you know, it takes takes a little bit of of legwork you know uh, kind of so- sorting through the games there in the app but very much so it's time well spent because there are several games that can be taken advantage of and that is what we have been doing here on the Monkey Knife Fight podcast all season long. Again, we are a proud member of the Dr. Roto Media Network. And for our Dr. Roto listeners, we do have that exclusive offer. If you want to get in on the action, simply go over to monkeyknifefight.com. And while you are signing up, enter the promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, and you will get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100. And just like Mike, you'll be clearing some bread before you know it.